0: This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, The Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hill in Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Still on the power of righteousness, we're looking at godliness. And I want us to open our Bibles to 1 Timothy chapter 4 from verse 8. It says that godliness is pro- profitable unto all things. Bodily exercise is good, but profited little. But godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is, and of that which is to come. So from the scriptures, we can see that godliness is profitable unto all things. Profitable means that it's beneficial. It is a gain for you to be godly. Why? It covers you in this life and also the life after. Now, I want us to look at just two things very briefly this afternoon to see what the scripture says about godliness. Look at those two benefits of godliness. Number one, why should I live a godly life? You should live a godly life because the Bible says that we are pilgrims and strangers on the earth. First Peter chapter 2 from verse 11. It said, Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims. Abstain from fleshy lusts which war against your soul. We are aliens here. A pilgrim is someone who is on a visit to another country. This is not your home country. You don't belong here. And the Bible says that as pilgrims and strangers, we should abstain from sinful desires which war against our soul. We are to abstain from every sinful desire which war against where you are going to. We should run from them because they can do unbelievable harm and damage our souls. Sinful desires enslave us, no matter what the desires are. The desire of drugs enslaves, the desire of alcohol enslaves, the desire of sex enslaves, the desire for pornography enslaves, the desire for covetousness, desire for money enslaves. And God says we should watch all these things. And that is why we ought to live a godly life. Because if you don't, it will affect where you are going back to as a pilgrim. Because every pilgrim is supposed to return to his home country. And our home country is where God has prepared for us. And that is heaven. I pray in the precious name of Jesus Christ, that you will make heaven in Jesus' mighty name. But whether you make heaven or not depends on how you live your life right here on earth. So it says that as aliens and as strangers, we shall abstain from ungodly desires that will cause about the destruction of our souls. And I pray in the precious name of Jesus that you will learn to live a godly life because everything that you need to live godly has been given to you. For the Bible says that all that pertinence unto life and godliness, God has given it to you. When a man receives Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, there is an empowerment that he receives. The Bible says that by these great and precious promises, we are made partakers Of his divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Having escaped the decay that comes from sin. The Bible says that we have become particles of his divine nature. So when you receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Something happens in your spirit man. You are recreated anew. You become a new creature. You carry the DNA of God. You are born of God. Amen. The Bible says, being born of, not of corruptible seed, but of the incorruptible by the word of God that liveth and abided forever. So we are born again by the seed of God. We carry the seed of God is in us. Hallelujah. So we share God's DNA. And that is an empowerment. We have been made righteous. We have the gift of the right standing with God. And we look like Him. It's an empowerment. And that's why the Bible says that mortify your members which are upon the earth. And he goes to begin to describe what those members are. Fornication, covetousness, anger, wrath, uh, lasciviousness, uncleanness, filthiness. He says, put to death. It means destroy it. What does it mean? It means that you have the capacity to live a life That is worthy of God. You have the capacity to say no to sin. Why? Because if you don't, it will affect where you are returning unto. And I pray in the precious name of Jesus Christ that God will cause you, even by what he has done in the inside of you, to live a life of perpetual victory in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Why should we live a godly life? We should live a godly life because an unbelieving world is watching. First Peter chapter 2 from verse 12. It says, Having your conversation honest amongst the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works Which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. I read another version. It says, Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day that He visits. So you must live a life of testimony. Every child of God. That lives a godly life, a righteous life, influences the people around him. Because the unbelievers are watching. Your life should speak to them. So that by the time God is visiting them, they will receive the word of truth expressly. Because of how they have seen you. Carry out the conduct of your life. You must carry a testimony. You must have a testimony. And your testimony must be, such, must be so powerful to be able to bring conviction even unto the pagans. I want you to know that the devil is, not, is the accuser of the brethren. The devil always comes to accuse you. That when the devil comes to accuse you, he will not find any reason. Why? Because we are living a godly life, an ungodly life, give reasons for the enemy to come to accuse you. And I pray in the precious name of Jesus, that every of his accusation over your life will never succeed in Jesus mighty name. I ask that God Almighty will make you a living testimony in your generation and that you will cooperate with God. In bringing this to come to pass in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. And therefore, it's the season of your victory. Go and live a godly life. Go and live a holy life. You have been empowered to live. The Bible says that we should be holy because God also is holy. If we do not have the capacity or He has not given us the capacity to do that, He will not be expecting it from us. But you ought to cooperate with God. You ought to mortify your members so that you will be a testimony to your generation. And I pray in the precious name of Jesus that you continue to live a godly life in Jesus' mighty name. Let's pray. Father, Lord, we thank you and we bless you We give you the praise. We bless your name and appreciate your word. And I pray, oh God, for your people and for everyone watching me here that they will cooperate with you to live a life that will be of benefit to them in this world and in the world that is to come. May I also pray for someone here this morning. If you are here, you don't know Jesus or you are watching me, Not born again, I would like to offer you the free gift of life. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can get to God except through Him. He is the gift of righteousness. You can have a right standing with God by receiving Him into your life. The Bible says that if by one man's offense, if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign by one Jesus Christ, shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ you can also reign in life, you can reign over sin, you can reign over powers and principalities you can reign over every contrary circumstances of life if you will receive him as Lord and Savior so if you want to receive him as Lord and Savior and say Jesus come into my life today I want to consciously, voluntarily submit my life unto you. Please pray this prayer after me. Say, Jesus, I come to you. Say, Father, I come to you. I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I believe that you are the one that died. On the third day, you rose my justification. And today, I receive you. Come be my Lord. And I refuse to do what I used to do before. I make a U-turn and I follow you. Thank you, King of Glory, in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I pray, O oh God, for everyone who has prayed these prayers and I destroyed the power of sin, the power of Satan, and the power of contrary circumstances over their lives. Today, I release you into God's presence, and I know that your life will never be the same again. This is the most powerful, the most important decision that you will ever make in your life. Thank you, King of Glory. Blessed be your holy name in Jesus' mighty name. Church, lift up your voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord. You will pray this prayer after me. You will say, oh Jesus, say, Father, in the precious name of Jesus, today I am determined to live a life that is well-pleasing unto you. I put off the old man and all his traits. I refuse to live a sinful life. Today, I cooperate with you and I put on the new man. I put on the new man. I put on the new man, renewed after righteousness and holiness. And I pray that my life will never be the same again. Thank you, King of glory. And I appreciate your God, for the grace that you have poured upon me. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-00004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored.